just getting back to the basics and getting back to the fundamentals. As this market is adjusting and normalizing, interest rates are doing what they're doing. There's just a lot of moving parts. And I believe in controlling the controllables. If you don't track, you don't measure it, you can't improve it. Welcome back to another episode of All or Nothing in Real Estate. Matt Smith here, the founder of All or Nothing in Real Estate. This podcast is a movement to give back to the industry that's given so much to me and my family. So guys, today we have a very special guest. She's having a great hair day, by the way. Oh my God. Uh, Mrs. Maggie French, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, super excited <laughs> for you to be here. Uh, Maggie's an agent on the team, and we uh, were recently doing some our go-to-the-board exercise, and we're talking about kind of where you're at in Q1, mm-hmm. um, and you really um, have had a great quarter, number one, but there was something in particular that I noticed a gap in both my coaching clients, but also our team, mm-hmm. is that... Um, Sometimes the metrics between conversations to appointments set to appointments met to signed mm-hmm. under contract, just the KPIs of the business um, get to be a, like a sidetracked part of their business. And they don't right. track them properly or don't understand the importance. And you went 12 for 12 in Q1. Mm-hmm. You met with 12 people and had all 12 of them signed. Yeah. And so I'm like, we need to do a podcast. Let's break that down, how you did that, the importance of it, how it's mm-hmm. helped your business. Um, because I think what a lot of people struggle with right now is just getting back to the basics and getting back to the fundamentals. As this market is adjusting and normalizing, um, interest rates are doing what they're doing. There's just Mm -hmm. a lot of moving parts. And I believe in controlling the controllables. And if you don't track, you don't measure it, you can't improve it. And so um, is there anything you want to say about that with like your Met to Sign, like how that's been helpful for you so far? Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously being able to meet with more people and actually having the opportunity to represent them just gives me the opportunity, the opportunity to help change some more lives. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. So love it. Awesome. Well, guys, in this episode, we're going to break down a few things. We're going to talk about number one, the importance of numbers, right? Mm -hmm. I kind of hit on that. We're going to talk about, um, appointments set, how to set more appointments, Mm -hmm. how to get more people to show up, the importance behind it, how to get, how to meet with more people, Mm -hmm. how to get more people signed, how to get more people on a contract and ultimately how to get them closed and the importance of each of those metrics. I think each one of those, we could do super in-depth podcast on each one of them. Uh, But today we're just going to kind of do an overview of KPIs and the importance of how you can use that to really make a big, big difference in your business. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the eye openers for me, and I did this with the team, is that um, I think it was Dan Beer. Um, I was at an event in Nashville, and he brought out the whiteboard. He started doing numbers, and he said, how many team leaders in the room, because the room full of team leaders, um, have said to their team, we're going to double our business next year? And, like, everyone's hand went up Mm because it's visionaries, big thinkers. And how many of you had – leave your hand up if you had a detailed plan of how to make that happen, and nobody's hand was up, right? (laughs) And so I'm like, cool, I'm not alone, right? Like, I get it. And fortunately for us and for having amazing people like you on the team, we've been able to accomplish those things. But what he did is he broke down in the metrics of how it's possible. I don't know the exact metrics. Like, I have the exercise, and I could do it again. Uh, Maybe, uh, Colin, maybe we could do a live um, in the private group going through those numbers and what how that's Mm -hmm. possible. I think that would be helpful for the group. Um, by the way, if you're listening to this, you're not a part of our private group, you need to, um, it's an exclusive community. Um, there's no, no strings attached, but we do some exclusive stuff in there. So, um, Colin will link that in the show notes as well. So you guys can access that. Um, uh, but what he did was he said, all right, so double your business, raise your hand. If you could increase your marketing spend and you could increase your leads by 20%, mm-hmm. everyone's like, that's realistic. We can get 20% more leads. Awesome. What if you could increase your conversions of a conversation to appointment set by 3%? Everyone's like, 
possibly, right? Like mm-hmm. that's realistic. And then appointment set to met. What if you could increase that by 8%? And he just had little micro adjustments throughout right. and it ended up doubling the business. Yeah. And like the biggest percentage was number of leads generated was 20% more, but each conversion was like five to 10%, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them were less. Mm-hmm. And if you can just increase those metrics on a little scale, it can double your business. Yeah. And I think we underestimate the importance of what those numbers are and how you can use that to create a predictable business in real estate. Yeah. And I think that just goes right back to how important go to the boards are for our team alone, just because we get to really break down, you know, how many conversations you need to have to, and how many people you need to meet with, how many people you need to get signed and under contract and um, pending in order to reach the goals that you want to make. Well, how many agents are trying to shoot a moving target? Right. right? You can't hit a moving target. Yeah. Like you just wake up on work on accident in this Mm -hmm. business. And what we try to do is help create a plan that Mm -hmm. is proven that helps you create a predictable real estate business. There's always nuances. There's always surprises. It's real estate. But I love that you take those seriously and that you're able to apply those to have the success that you've had in quarter one. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you met with 12 people that were interested enough to meet with you in person about buying real estate or selling real estate. You got all set, all 12 of those signed, Mm -hmm. meeting that all 12 of them, when you met with them, agreed to work with you Mm -hmm. to buyer sell real estate yeah like that is amazing how many agents maybe have don't know how many people they met with don't know how many appointments they set signed what signed they didn't want to write a contract so i didn't get anything signed right like there's right. a process that we go through mm-hmm. to ensure that we can represent these clients and like you said you alluded to earlier what we believe in here is we're helping people change their lives yeah and buying real estate is one of the biggest decisions that they'll make they deserve representation absolutely so let's talk about um setting an appointment let's start there mm-hmm. um so Maggie, um, one of the things that that we believe in here is just mastering our skill set mm-hmm. and asking for the business and understand the importance of educating and informing our clients. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what is how important is setting appointments for you? Like, is that a focus of your phone calls of your daily business? Like, how does that work for your for your business? Um, so for my daily business, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Conversations are absolutely like my top number one, um, focus. Sure. So, um, if it's not necessarily setting an in-person showing or appointment, it's at least setting an appointment to follow up with them. They will expect to hear from me and so many days a week from now, something like that in order to gain their trust. And, um, yeah. Well, I always say it all the time. Real estate's a contact sport. It mm-hmm. starts with a conversation. Right. Right. Absolutely. You have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. The more conversations you have, the more chance you have of helping more people. Yeah. Right. And absolutely. so, um, so I, I, let me articulate, let me break down what you just said. Cause it was so valuable. Mm-hmm. So great. Um, is that your goal isn't always to necessarily set an appointment. Mm-hmm. That's what you said, but it, in reality it is yeah. because what you also said is if they're not ready to meet face to face, my goal is to set an appointment for a follow-up call. Right. Exactly. And so I truly believe there's two ways to end a phone call. You either set an appointment or you set a follow-up, mm-hmm. which is also an appointment. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And so it's too many agents work on accident and they don't set that follow-up. Mm-hmm. And I call that a hang-up. Like agents, if a client hangs up on you, are you mad at them? How mad at, how mad should they be at you for you hanging up on them? And I guarantee you every real estate agent hangs up on more clients than clients hang up on them. Here's my definition of a hang-up. If you end the phone call with anything other than an appointment set in mm-hmm. person via Zoom or a follow-up for your next phone call. Anything other than that is a hang-up. Quit hanging up on your clients. They deserve better. They need your help. They need your guidance. They need your help building a plan. And so make sure you're providing that value and setting that appointment. Right. And again, that's the point of the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so uh, I was doing some role play uh, this morning with with the team and um, and actually Colin, um, who is uh, behind the camera, as typical, he's having a good hair day too. Um, <laughs> but uh, Colin was um, was kind of walking by and stopped and shot some content, and he said, "Hey, we should talk about that in the podcast today." And I'm like, what in particular stood out to you? And he said, you were really talking to the agents about quit focusing on the what and talk about the why. Mm -hmm. And so I say that a lot internally, but I think it's so crucial. And so many agents don't understand the importance of this. And it's not right or wrong. It's just this is what has worked for us. Mm -hmm. And so too many clients or agents get stuck on trying to find the perfect house. And they ask questions around what does the perfect property look like? Right. Yes. If they're in the dreamer stage, get them dreaming about that perfect property. Cool. But the why they want that house, the why they are moving, mm-hmm. the the pain they're moving away from or the pleasure they're moving towards is way more important than the what. So my recommendation to them was quit focusing on the what and ask about the why. Absolutely. Find their motivation. Why mm-hmm. are they moving to the area? Why are they moving away from this? Why are they moving towards that? Why is that important to them? What, what other pain or problems or obstacles is that going to create in their life? And you really dig by asking questions and you solve, you find their problem and you find the root of their problem and then you solve their problem. You made a sale mm-hmm. like sales is solving problems. But where we go wrong is we get stuck in the, let's go back to hangups, right? So there's hangups on the phone and there's also a crutch that if I hear this in the company, I'm going to like break something. Um, <laughs> Not really. I wish I could. Uh, I hear it too much. Um, and it's just, it's an easy habit for agents to fall into, right? Mm-hmm. But it just, I think every agent realizes when they do it, they're like, oh, that wasn't good. But we fall into the trap and you listening, you do it too, of, oh, well, have you found any properties that you like? Let me send you some listings. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you've seen anything you like. Anything that, oh, well, I'll follow up with you later. When's later? What's a follow up? With what? There is no value being exchanged, right? right? And so that is worse than a hang-up. If you are the type of person that says, well, I'm going to send you properties, let me know what you like, your client deserves better. That's a Mm hang-up, right? And so the reason you get stuck in that trap is because you feel like the only value you provide as an agent is finding them the right property. That's why I hate when real estate agents say they're matchmakers. Because you're not, you're way more than that. Mm -hmm. It's not about finding the perfect property. Here's a reality. If I gave you an unlimited budget and allowed you, Maggie, to build your dream home, mm-hmm. how long would it take before you started picking it apart and found things you didn't like? Within the first 30 days, yep. you'd be like, ah, oh, shit, very long. <laughs> I wish I would have done this different. I wish I could have done right. that different, right? The perfect home doesn't exist. Yep. And so we have to get off of the what and focus on the why, mm-hmm. the motivation of the individual, the motivation of the, the people that are buying or selling the real estate. If you're able to focus on the why, the what shows up, Yeah. right? You have to focus on the motivation. And then what it, that also allows you to do is realize that they're just people. Mm-hmm. You just, there are another person that's looking to buy or sell real estate. So have a conversation. You yes. build that rapport with them. Yeah. Anything that you would like to share on the, uh, the why, the why more important than the what? Knowing your why is so important, but like you said, knowing your why for the clients is just as important. Um, it's, it's a two, it's a two lane street. Um, I mean, just something that really pops into my head, uh, for Q1, um, a really great couple that reached out to me actually through Facebook asking me to help them find, um, their next property. Um, I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, What's your three most important things? Awesome. Got it. Meet me here at this time. We're going to go on some surprise showings. Um, I already knew them. I already had that relationship with them and was able to take them back and obviously go through the 
um, the consult with them um, after we found that perfect place. Yep. We were actually writing an offer and, of course, going through uh, what to expect if they had any questions and um, following the process, you know, kind of important. But um, I asked them, I was like, hey, guys, I, I know you're moving and I know we're, um, you know, getting you into something a little bigger, but is what's really driving this? Like what changed? And she actually told me, she was like, well, you're going to be the first person to know this outside of um, my husband, of course, but I'm pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just uh, something that could be so small of a question. It has such a huge meeting. And I was like the second person that she had told since she, <laughs> talk since about she found trust, out. talk yeah, about building a relationship, absolutely. right? But Going back to what did you start this with? Like you do this, you get to help people change their lives. Right, exactly. Does that change? Does having a bigger home for their new, their growing family, does that help them in their life? Yeah, absolutely. So you're a major part of it, yeah. right? And I think what happens is we get so focused on the what, we forget that people have a motivation in their mm-hmm. life in order to make this move, absolutely. right? And so um, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, let's talk about the next step. So mm-hmm. finding the motivation, finding the why, that's a part of the process always, right? right. I think, um, I, I said this in role play too, is a lot of people, it's kind of a sales technique, right? But to me, I simplified sales. Sales mm-hmm. equals solving problems. Yeah. Where most people go wrong is that salespeople talk at people and not to people. Mm-hmm. You have to remember you have two ears and one mouth. You should listen twice as much as you talk as a salesperson. And the only way to do that is to ask great questions. If you're if you're new to sales, you're a salesperson that's struggling, quit worrying about what you should say yeah. and worry about what you should ask. Mm-hmm. You ask great questions, you listen, you truly listen to understand, you build that relationship, you find their motivation, you find their why, and here's the secret to sales. You make a friend, you make a sale. Exactly. Quit trying to solve the problem before you figure out what the actual root of the problem is. Quit being that fast-talking salesperson, control your tone, be sincere, care about their lives, and ask great questions to help them throughout their process. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, you will make more sales than you ever thought was possible. And I think that's one of the biggest missing keys that a lot of agents are really missing is they're forgetting that these are people. Yes. They're forgetting that. They think they're a name and a number. And yeah. what if they hang up on me? Or what if this? Or what if that? Instead of realizing they're just a human being. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but... Like just getting to know them, it can just be um, like Ford. Yeah. Just go. What's Ford, Ford stand for? Family, occupation, recreation, and motivation. Dreams. Dreams. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Good That's Lord. All right. But um, and dreams. But just go through that. That's helped me tremendously. That was like one of the very first things you said in one of our lunch and learns. Yep. Just like I'm writing that down. And well, it's because people struggle how to build rapport, right? right. Like, um, I'm a Believe it or not, I'm a huge introvert, right? Like I, I don't, I get uncomfortable around people. Mm-hmm. Like I, you see me out somewhere, like I'm in the corner of the room, like looking at everybody. Like I, it's, I have to get uncomfortable right. to do things like this. I have to right. get uncomfortable to share on stage. I get uncomfortable to meet new people and events and mm-hmm. it's, but it's forced me to grow and level up. But yeah. it also has taught me a very, very valuable skill. And yeah. that is how to have small talk because my brain doesn't like small talk. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to talk business, you don't want to talk growth, you don't want to talk like development, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And so it's forced me to be able to like, I have to find a way to connect with people. And Ford was my secret, right? Yeah. Is everybody will want to talk, everybody wants to talk about themselves. Go back mm-hmm. to two ears, one mouth. And so ask them about their family, ask them about their job. Ask them about what they do for fun, recreation. Mm -hmm. Ask them about their dreams. What do they want to do 10 years from now? What's their dream home? What's Mm -hmm. their dream life? What's their dream job? 
One of those four will connect with every human on the planet and you will get them talking. You will get to know them. You will get to understand them and then you can actually help them. Yeah. Build the connection. Um, let's talk about appointments set to met. I think a lot of that, what we just talked about, will help yeah. with that. Oh, because how many agents go through the fast talking, go through the script and close for the appointment with the hard close and then no one shows up? Yeah, absolutely. You didn't listen. Yeah. Yep, 100%. If they didn't show up, it's not their fault. It's yours. Yeah, 100%. Um, so what are some tips to, I think, a big trick on, uh, it's not a trick, right? It's like a super secret, right? A big mm-hmm. trick of of sales is, like setting the appointment is part of it, right? Mm-hmm. But getting people to show up is another metric. Yeah. And I think set to met is where a lot of a lot of things fall through the cracks. And it's, there's a lot of lessons you can learn there. But mm-hmm. setting the appointment, if they don't show up, you didn't do your job right. Right. Absolutely. So you're not going to be 100%. Things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. People are going to reschedule. Like things happen in their yeah. lives. But I also think that's a metric that you should track and you mm-hmm. should find ways to improve. So um, what are some tricks that you could give to everyone on getting people to show up for the appointment? Um, well, for me, what I have found that works really well is, um, after I set that appointment, I immediately send a follow-up text, whether it's a video text or even just something as simple as, Hey, thanks so much. Only a video text if it's a good hair day, right? Oh, a hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. (laughs) There's no exception there, but, um, kidding of course, but, um, whether it's a video text or even just a follow-up text of saying, Hey, thank you so much for speaking with me. I'm really looking forward to meeting with you on, you know, whatever date, but, um, that has really helped me. They'll be like, Oh, thank you so much. That makes it easier for them to save your name and their phone. I know that sounds so small, but if they can just go to your text, pop in and then put your name in, it saves them a ton of work. It sounds so simple, but that's something that is super, super big. Something else too is to recap the conversation there, right? Hit the bullet points. Yeah, absolutely. I know you were looking for this and this and that, and here's what I'm going to do for you. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to meeting you here at this time. Right? And I add just like a little spice of excitement, uh, whatever that may be. Um, if I connect, I really love like vintage trucks and cars and motorcycles. So if I get a guy on the phone and we connected in like that sort of way, maybe I'll send them a picture of um, Hayden and I's truck and just say, hey, that, this is the truck I was talking about. And just kind of just keep building that relationship with sure. them yeah. um, so that they don't forget that I'm actually a person and not just, you know, a salesperson. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I think also um, getting people to meet with you, like you have to realize they're just people. Mm-hmm. But um, you hit on it earlier is too many people close for the sale and think the phone or like they close for the appointment and now the conversation's over. Right. Sometimes that's the start of the conversation. You set the appointment. Like some people will teach and these sales gurus and like I don't have it all figured out. So maybe they're right. But what I found works for me is that um, the relationship you're able to build is so much more important than closing for the sale and getting off the phone. Mm-hmm. All right, Maggie. So appointments set to met. We kind of hit on that. The mm-hmm. importance of having great conversations, building relationships, uh, how to establish rapport with clients, Absolutely. make a friend, you make a sale focus on the why not just the what mm-hmm. um but here's a i really really think so again set to met i think a huge tip there before we jump too far ahead mm-hmm. is establish relationship establish credibility don't just set the appointment and hang up right mm-hmm. make a friend make yeah. a friend you make a sale exactly. um get them excited about showing up to see you provide some value mm-hmm. dangle a carrot if you can get them excited to come and meet with you but you also have to be able to have the confidence and the value you can provide once they show up mm-hmm. Here's what I found. A lot of people are scared to set appointments. They're, we talked about this at our go to the board, the fear, and maybe town hall too, but the fear of fear of success. Yeah. 
it's weird to say, but there's so many people that are afraid if I set this appointment, what do I do next? Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. And they think they need to know all the information. In reality, you just have to understand that your job is to help them build mm -hmm. a plan, walk them through this process, yeah. right? Um, and you do that by asking great questions like we talked about. But I think a, a, a takeaway if you set an appointment, every single time after you set an appointment, you should send a recap text at mm -hmm. a minimum. I recommend a video text. Mm -hmm. You will stand out. Um, Reconfirming the highlights. You're excited to meet with them. This shows you your shows them you're a real person, etc. Um, once they meet with you, Maggie, mm -hmm. you went 12 for 12 in Q1 of people that met with you. You got a buyer's agency signed with them. Mm -hmm. Why would someone someone that's listening being like, why is it important to get a buyer's agency signed even if they're not ready to buy a house today? Why is that important? Well, having one agent solely focusing on you is so important. Yep. Um, I come across every once in a while someone who wants to, you know, keep the door open and speak with multiple agents and um, have multiple agents maybe looking for houses for, you know, this particular client. Let me interrupt. And Yes. When that happens, guess why that happens? Why? focus on the what not the why yeah you do not exactly. build a relationship with that person and understand their why and their motivation and they think the only value you bring mm -hmm. is finding them the perfect home oh 100 percent. so anytime that happens that is not a that's not the client's fault that is yeah. your job for not that is your fault for not articulating the value yeah. of what you bring to this business relationship to help provide them that value mm -hmm. if you would focus more on the why and not just hey mm -hmm. what are you looking for in a property but more importantly why are you looking for it yeah. how's that going to affect your family what is that going to do for you in a positive way mm -hmm. why is that important for you to move away from this in a negative sense mm -hmm. right and really get to know them and what their motivation is like the mm -hmm. lady that shared you shared your story yeah. of the reason they were looking is because they were having a baby mm -hmm. right they need another room yeah if you know that about someone and you focus on that and you actually have a conversation because mm -hmm. they're a human, yeah. they're way more likely to, to work with you because you you as a real estate agent are no longer seen as a commodity. You are seen as mm -hmm. an asset. You're seen as something that can actually help them through the process, which is exactly who we are. Well, with that, this is actually something that I have always noticed. Anytime I come across that, I'm like, oh, okay. How many homes have you um, had the chance to get into? Well, none. Yep. I'm like, Okay, well, come meet with me and I'll get you into a few. Yep. And um, then I just really provide that value and I, I let them know, this is how my company's built and this is how I'm going to get you this house. Yep. But you have to you have to trust me yep. and just show them, you know, show them that value, show them why they can trust you and um, really give yourself that credit. Yeah, 100%. And it, it makes it easier for... For you, but more importantly, it makes it easier for the client. Oh, my gosh, yeah. How difficult would it be as a buyer in today's age working with three different agents and hoping they send you the right property? Not building that credibility, not building that authority, not having that trust or that relationship mm -hmm. with someone to help hold your hand through the process. Right. Be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And we are you. If you, as a buyer's agent, or or as an agent, are doing that with your clients, you're you're giving you're giving them a disservice. They deserve better. Absolutely. Like it's it's so important. And so also. Whenever you represent them and they, they sign an agency agreement with you, this is my recommendation. Don't hold them hostage. That is not the goal. The goal is not to force them to work with you, mm -hmm. right? Like we have a cancellation guarantee. Yep. Anytime that we're not doing our job, we'll rip this sucker up. We're not doing this to hold you hostage. We're doing this to help you through the process. Mm -hmm. And when you do that and you actually mean that, it stands out to people because the people that don't want to sign that agreement is, is there's a couple of things right we didn't mm -hmm. you didn't focus on the why mm -hmm. you didn't build a relationship 
they maybe have gotten burned in the past mm-hmm. by someone that held them hostage yeah. that didn't do it the right way or they just don't trust that you can provide the value that they need yeah all of that you can solve through your skill set through your process as an agent mm-hmm. so it's not the client it's you Right. And what I love about that, looking at it through that lens, if you truly stay with me there, what's cool about that is if you own it, mm-hmm. you can control it and you can change it. And if you're not getting people to sign with you, if you're not having 100 percent batting a thousand like a Maggie is, there's things that you can adjust in your process to help more people. And that cancellation guarantee is a huge, huge thing that I hit on. And I'm just honest with them. I'm like, guys, I'm confident in my ability. I'm confident in my team's ability to help you get to this next step. And this is why I provide this. And I always tell them, if you are interviewing other agents, I recommend that. You want to be working with someone that you want to work with. But but if they ask you to sign this, they more than likely won't be letting you out of that, um, out of that uh, buyer's agency. So really look through what you're signing and we go through it line for line sometimes even with that buyer's agency. And um, I, again, just really hit on that cancellation guarantee, just providing that I am confident enough to get them to where they are wanting to go. I love it. Um, So I'm going to break this down uh, just as this is an overview, right? So if you're like, how do I build this process? Where do I start? Um, Even if you already have this established, I think it's a good reminder. Number one, each conversation, your goal should be to set an appointment. Mm Mm-hmm. You set the appointment to have a consultation, to have a strategy session, to meet them at the property, whatever works with them. This Mm -hmm. works for sellers too. Sellers, you want to meet them at their house, right? Buyers, you want to meet them at your office if you can control that. If they want to meet at the property, bring the presentation to them at the property. But once you meet with them, you have to have a presentation of value. Mm -hmm. It is about what's in it for them. Every single human being on the planet operates on the radio frequency WIFM, what's in it for me. Yeah. And you have to realize your presentation is about providing value to that human so that they feel comfortable making this purchase or this sale in their life. Mm-hmm. So what are those problems that you hear from other clients? What are those the, the issues that you see in the industry? Develop a presentation and a process around it to solve those problems, mm-hmm. to do risk reversal. As an example, the cancellation guarantee, guess where that came from? People saying, I don't want to sign because I don't want to be held hostage. Mm-hmm. I would tell them all the time. I'm not going to. Right. Well, where's that in writing, Matt? Yeah. Here it is. Mm-hmm. The risk is on me at this point. I'm doing all this for free. Yep. It's risk reversal. I do not. Last thing I want to do is let one client ruin my reputation. Right. Absolutely. I was taught one time, one long time ago. You get one name. You better take care of it. Mm-hmm. This is designed to help you, client, not hurt you. Yep. Right. And when you have that process, like it just makes this job way easier. You're working with the right people and the people. Those people that you work with, let's go talk about buyers specifically in this situation. Those mm-hmm. buyers actually trust you and rely on you as a resource mm-hmm. versus thinking that you're a commodity and all you do is open doors for them. Mm-hmm. It makes the process way easier. So um, what kind of techniques have you used, Maggie, uh, to help if someone's struggling getting someone to – you're meeting with them, but they're mm-hmm. not getting the agency signed yeah. or maybe they've been hesitant to ask because they don't have the value. Mm-hmm. Like what, what are some tips that you can share that have really worked well for you? Um, well, tip number one is definitely just be yourself. Show your personality, and that is, that's just gone light years for me. Um, I'm very <laughs> – 
I don't even know what word you would use to describe me, but um, upbeat, I guess. <laughs> and um, it, it comes There's off. There's a lot of words we can <laughs> There's use. There's a lot of words. <laughs> but um, that comes off in my presentations. I'm very um, passionate about my job, and I like to show that. Yep. Um, and uh, then tip number two is just normalize their concerns. If they are Say concerned, that again. normalize their concerns. Guys, that one is huge. You should write that down. That's like, that's so huge. There's so much we can unpack just in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt. Continue. We'll, get, oh, we'll come back to that. Um, actually, I can build on that a little bit. Something that um, Colin and I were actually discussing before you came in was um, something that has really, really helped me even within the last six months to a year is helping the newer agents. If you really pay attention to the newer agents questions, like mainly the ones that have not been in the business at all. The questions they're asking are the same questions that I get from clients. (laughs) So like helping Devin and Sam and Gage now, um, some of their questions, I'm like, oh, that's actually, that's actually really good. I'm going to. So by helping them, you actually help yourself. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's, that's all we're about here. So. Contribution wins every time. Absolutely. So normalizing their concerns. Mm -hmm. Most people call them objections, Mm -hmm. right? Well, they don't want to sign because anything after that. I'll just be real. Anything after that is a bullshit excuse that you tell mm-hmm. yourself, right? That's not the client's fault. Yeah. That is, instead of saying, well, they wouldn't sign because and pointing the finger, mm-hmm. really think about what could I have done differently to provide more value? Absolutely. What could I have done to help them through that process? Mm-hmm. Because most most real estate agents that I have seen confuse objections with sales skepticism. Mm-hmm. They're massively different. As an example, well, you call someone, well, I'm just looking. And an agent's like, well, where do I go with that conversation? I'm just calling. Yeah. <laughs> You're just looking for homes? Awesome. I'm glad we're on the phone today because right? I'm looking for people that are looking for homes. What is it that you're looking Small for? How world. can I help you? Right? Like, imagine that. What a coincidence. Versus people taking that and saying, well, I didn't know what. They were just looking. They weren't ready to meet. with. They didn't say they wanted to meet with me. It's because you didn't ask them the right questions. Uh-huh. You didn't provide them enough value. You're telling me that the leads suck when in reality, all the leads you talk to say they're looking to buy a home. Right. What else do you want? Right? <laughs> like you have to, so like that's an extreme example, but there's right. so many different examples of someone has a struggle or they're skeptical about something you're saying, or they have a real objection, normalize their concern, mm-hmm. feel felt found. Hey Maggie, I completely understand how you feel. Mm-hmm. I'm on your side. I want to help you through this. Yeah. You know, what I've, uh, other clients have went through very, very similar situations. I had this buyer A and buyer B just last week had the exact same situation. They felt the exact same way. What they found was if you're able to do this, this, and this, that's the solution to your problem. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better. Right? Like it's that, that's how you handle objections. You normalize it. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's completely normal. You feel that way. Yep. Buyers concerned about interest rates. They're concerned about signing a, uh, an agreement with you because they're scared to get, they got burned in the past. They're scared. Well, I don't know if this is the house for me. Normalize the situation. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that your job when they give you objection, number one, is to get. So here's a visual. Let's say that you live next door to a neighbor in a neighborhood and you have a fence that separates you and the neighbor. And this analogy that I use in sales is you're on one side of the fence and the buyer sellers on the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. When they give you an objection, when they give you something that is a, a pushback to the conversation, right. your job is to walk around and get on their side of the fence. Yeah. I'm on your side. Absolutely. How many people yell back and forth across the fence? 
And that's what I tell you. That's I literally say that in my console is I'm not the type of agent that's going to tell you maybe what you want to hear, but I'm going to be the agent that tells you maybe Which, what you need to hear. Yes. And um, yeah, I just really try and nail that down that I'm on your side, guys. Mm-hmm. Like this is for me to help you. Yeah. 100%. I love it. Um, And like, it's I've learned this the hard way, guys. It's that you don't become argumentative. Your right. clients are never wrong. Maybe they don't understand at the yeah. level that you do. Mm-hmm. But if you want them to understand, don't tell them they're wrong. Don't argue with them. Right. Get on their side of the fence and tell them, hey, I understand why you feel that way. Absolutely. Other clients have felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Here's what they have found though. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna be they're gonna be receptive, they're gonna be open, and it's a normal concern that they have. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's huge. Normalize their concerns. Um I also think that it's, I want to reemphasize tracking your numbers, knowing your metrics Mm -hmm. is so important in this business, especially as this market normalizes, Mm -hmm. right? And it's, um, interest rates are doing what they're doing. Just everything's shifting, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like a lot of people are waiting for the dust to settle. And when I say a lot of people, I mean clients, buyers, sellers, um, but also agents, yeah. Agents are like, uh, what do I do in this business? Right. Here's what I will tell you is while the dust is, is flying up is when the biggest opportunity is. A hundred percent. And you have to be willing to take advantage of that. And that means get back to the basics, mm-hmm. master the fundamentals. And guess what? If you don't know your numbers, then you are guessing. Yep. There's too many real estate agents that are working on accident and not on purpose. And so um, I love that you shared um, your your successes of that. And I love that's why you've built this momentum, even in this marketplace, mm-hmm. is because you're tracking your numbers, you understand the importance, and you're re- really building relationships with your clients. Right. And like going 12 for 12 with people getting met to sign, like that doesn't happen without following the process and actually providing tremendous value to your clients. Yeah, absolutely. And so kudos to you for doing that. Thank you. Um, let's let's wrap this up. I think this has been valuable. Uh, mm-hmm. I think maybe we can go in more in depth on some some of these subjects at a later date, but yeah. this is kind of an overview of the process. Right. Absolutely. Is there anything else that you would like to add or share? Um, the last thing that I would like to add is my last and final tip for uh, getting a Met to sign. Um, don't be afraid to ask. That's one of the biggest things is they don't, you don't ask for their business. Yeah. And it, why would they ever sign with you if you're not going to ask? What's the worst thing that they can say? No. The worst thing they can say is no, and you're mm-hmm. back where you started. Yeah, exactly. Because if you don't ask, you're not representing them anyway. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I had you asked me um, this up at Go to the Board, but I was way too nervous in front of everybody. I had one person not sign at the table, but they signed the very next day, and you asked me to bring you that story. Well, I found it. Yeah. Um, she had told me that the next day was her birthday and, um, I went into work and just going back through, I was like, man, I met with her and I didn't get that signed. Um, I knew that she was interviewing other agents. So I texted her. I was like, Hey girl, happy birthday again. Thanks so much for meeting with me yesterday. She texted me back about five minutes later and she's like, okay, send it over. She was like, I cannot believe if you can pay attention to that, then I guarantee you're going to pay attention to what I'm looking for in house. Did that have anything to do with some crazy sales technique or, Oh, you did this alternative choice clothes or like it did none of that bullshit. Right. Not saying that some of that stuff doesn't work, but what works is these are people. Right. (laughs) And you have to show them that they care. Yeah. That you, that you care. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so great. That's, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, All or Nothing in Real Estate is a movement. It's a way to give back. This industry has given so much to me and my family. This is my way to share some of that knowledge. So all I ask from you, if you found anything of value in this episode, just share it with a friend. 
Help us grow this. Help us get more people involved. We are really doing what we can to give back to this industry and help everyone else level up. And Maggie, thank you so much for helping and sharing. Thanks for having me. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. 